basin in the old bayou Find your favorite fishing pole Find out where's the next honey hole Only on the top rod fishing machine Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry, along with Ricky Watkins. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. Anyway, uh, for our weekly show, and welcome to Kane Radio, FM Band 107.5 and AM 1240. And as always, the purpose of this show is to keep our listeners updated uh, with the fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. And Rick, uh, each week, uh, these are the fine people that uh, allow us to broadcast this uh, on the radio today. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, The Quarter Tavern, and Home Run Pizza. And if you'd like to give us a call, of course, the number's 337. you got to dial that area code yep. now. And the number's 367-1240. So it's 337-367-1240. You can also listen to us on the Internet uh, at www.kane1240.com, and you can listen to us anywhere in the world. We stream everything, and if you have an Alexa, just say, Alexa, play Kane 1240. You may also listen to Kane on any accessible Internet device, and we're live here at the studios at 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is open. Hey, Rick, freshwater, saltwater fishing, what's going on, my man? Tony, did, you told me something a while ago that I just, you know, when you told me that's the only time I'd heard it, but they're drawing down Lake Martin. I guess it's to do with the aquatic vegetation, just like Henderson. So that's two places there that I haven't really heard. And uh, But, boy, Henderson's got a lot of stumps, even in your main channel, so you got to be careful, especially with the drawdown running that. But it, it would be a good time to fish Henderson. And uh, the Chaffalai Basin, Tony, is, I mean, it's just... Hot, it, hot, it, hot. It, it's unreal, man. I mean, it, this year, you know, last year we had a good year, but this year it's, it's just phenomenal also. Uh, fishing's just been great. What can I say? Now, the lake, besides uh, I got a couple of buddies that go to the camp on the weekend and run a few jug lines. I haven't heard a whole lot about the lake because when the basin is, is you know, the level that it's at, Tony, everybody, you know, I know I do fish the basin a lot, so I haven't really heard too much about uh, the lake. And then on the salt water, I had a friend of mine went out. He said if it wouldn't be for the gaff tops he had to fight those but he did catch 18 specks so you know i guess dodge the weather you know in and out and around and yeah. about and uh he said but you know he had some nice specks yeah you've uh, got to find that clean water out the gulf and, yeah. uh, or the bay i should say right but they're catching some fish oh yeah they're out there so uh you just uh, uh what's been working for you ricky in that regard tony we switched up a little bit uh i went to my couple of my other spots and we, we put down in sherrington and, you know, your older fishermen will know what I'm talking about. There's some swamp drains. You can't really see it, but if you know the topo, how, how the land lays out, it's like a saddle, and, and these big drains are drained into uh, Sherrington Lake, which now, you know, with the, the basin's fixing to bump back up, and we'll talk about that after a while. But we've been throwing, it's called a trick worm, Tony. And uh, speaking of that, I, I went and picked some up yesterday. Man, these babies have went up. I was paying five fifty a pack. Now they're eight dollars a pack. But I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta pay to play. So sure. it's put out by Zoom, and there's twenty in a pack. And my favorite color uh, flavor is always with with a green cast to it. It's called green pumpkin. And uh, you hook it right in the middle, Tony. And the way it falls, that's why we call it a wacky worm. Even though this this bait is a trick worm. But that's what worked well for us uh, this past week. Now, we caught a few in there, and then we picked up, and then we went towards Miette Point, and we caught some more fish. 
with the basin just right now, you know, and then, you know, with the water being low, Tony, you can't get out of uh, Sherrington like I've, I've been, you know, telling everybody. Uh, unless you got a surface drive and, and you're going to still still struggle and uh, have some trouble getting out of there. But anyway, that, that's that been working good for me. Like I said, it's put out by Zoom, Green Pumpkin, and it's a trick worm. And uh, that's that's been a, a good bait well, the, the last week. Now, this week, you know, when we go on Sunday, it, it might be something else. Uh, you're right, too, uh, Rick. And, and just uh, things move around. But uh, the big thing right now is that uh, – the river stage at Butler Rose is uh, right at about five and a quarter feet. Uh, right. Yeah. So, and it's looked to jump a little bit in the next, uh, say, to the tenth. So, about another six days, yeah. where it should hit its peak. They're thinking at a little over seven feet. Yeah. Then start to slowly come back down in, in another week. So, uh, right. There's a uh, there's a passing, I guess, next week sometime. The water looks to go up and yeah. come down a little bit next Friday. Well, north of us, Tony, now we've been catching a lot of rain, as everybody knows. And then those poor people in Kentucky, they, you know, so I got to oh, finish. Yeah. Some of that water's coming down the Ole Miss, and uh, and, it, and it's going to pick up the levels, you know, in the uh, Atchafalaya Spillway. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, but, I mean, the fishing's still good, Rick, even at seven foot. Yeah, it should be. Well, the, the, the rising water, they'll back them up a little bit. And I'm going to find out this weekend uh, – like I said, it could be – it might not be as easy, but, you know, we, we're going to work at it and see what we can do uh, Sunday morning. All right. Anyway, uh, just some updated news here. The recreational greater Am- amberjack uh, for the federal uh, season closed July 31st. It's uh, till September 1st. We've got a caller on the line. Let's go ahead and uh, yeah. go to that. You're on the air with Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. Yeah, this is Mike Senator. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I thought I was asking Ricky off the air. I said I thought we had a, a yeah. hog fight Wednesday night. And oh we yeah, we do. And uh, what took place Wednesday night? And where were y'all, Mike? Well, we're uh, out of Bayou Benoit. Uh, the weather was, as y'all know, rained yeah. all day. Oh yeah, Ooh, when crazy. we got the blast off time, it was real nice, nice and cool, about seventy-five degrees. Yeah, <laughs> so it was nice. Yes, it is. No, we had uh It was nice. Uh, we did have 21 boats, uh, and in first place was uh, the team of Caleb Summerall, which he is on the Bassmaster Tour, his five-year-old son, Axel. Uh, they won with 7.84 for $473, and they had a, a big bass of 410 worth 105 And in second place was Devin Verrett and Dylan Kelly, 7.09 for 284 and in third place, place was uh, Coach Delahousie and Danny Biard, 6.83 for $189. And the next one is the 17th out of, uh, we're back at Marshfield. (laughs) Okay. Well, Mike, back at Marshfield, is that your last uh, round before you head to the championship round in September? No, this is number 11. So oh, okay. That one and then one more. One more. Okay, one more. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought it was getting close. Yeah, yeah, yeah in September. Yeah, uh, yeah. Have y'all picked September out your... September 11. Yeah, and you, where are y'all going uh, for in the end of August? Uh, uh, we're going to have a meeting. Okay. Oh, and then all, we, don't, we don't vote on that. But for the uh, classic, we're going to have a meeting and vote on the... Uh, you know, the landing of okay. where we're going to take but out. Y- y'all going to be out of Marshfield for your last... Uh, next to last. Next no, to last, the, yeah. But next to last. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Anyway, so things, uh, uh, yeah, like you said, you got to dodge the weather. It's been tough. Yeah, but it, plenty of fish were caught, so uh, it was a good turnout. Oh, good. 21 boats. Anyway, uh, as always, yep. Mike, uh, thank you for giving us a call in. We we'll look right. forward to it in a couple of weeks again. All right. Thank you, Mike. All right. Thank uh-huh. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
anyway, Rick, uh, he said there were plenty of fish caught, too, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, the has been good, Tony. Yeah, and, uh, now, but, I have a fish, you know, Mike and him, you know, around Benoit. <clears throat> I, I kind of hang around Sherrington, me at Point Inn. But uh, and like I said, uh, the basin as a whole right now is is good, Tony. Like Mike just just spoke of, they uh, been catching plenty of fish in the basin. Yeah, that's a good thing. So uh, yeah, you want to dodge your raindrops? Of course, hopefully the lightning bolts uh, all well, around. But, yeah, uh, you got to dodge raindrops with these afternoon scattered thunder showers. Right, and it did cut up Wednesday pretty much all day, and then like he said, you know, right before blast off, it kind of cooled off, and uh, usually the heat of the day you catch the you know the bad showers, and then sometimes you get lucky in the afternoon and. You know, that that was a good thing for them. Yeah, yeah you're right. So, uh, 21 boats, that, that's a good crew. Yeah, it's getting down <laughs> towards the end. Caleb oh, yeah. Summerall got to poke his head in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Caleb. You think he'd have got a lot of ribbon if he didn't win the tournament? Yeah. <laughs> well, he fished a couple of weeks ago, and he didn't. Yeah. All right, so, all right. So, yeah. he had a poor day. Oh, yeah. And we all do. We oh, all yeah. Do. They, they come. Oh, you, you just yes. hope they don't come in numbers. <laughs> yeah. That's right, Tony. Yeah. Anyway, the CCA tournament, you know, has been going on since uh, Memorial Day weekend up until Labor Day. And, of course, you're allowed uh, three redfish uh, during the course of the play. So, uh, for redfish, for you fishermen who aren't in the CCA tournament. Anyway, in the meantime, uh, uh, Felton Dore, to, to my knowledge, has hooked the only uh, red uh, tag redfish. And he's on his way uh, after a polygraph test. I don't know when they give that to, Rick. Is hmm. that... Uh, well, uh, so many days after you catch him or, right. or yeah. her or whatever the case may be with a yeah. fish. and uh, But Felton Dore has uh, got the first tag redfish off the coast of Louisiana. Of course, he's in line to receive that Chevrolet Silverado, that 2022 uh, truck. Uh, and uh, so right now, uh, do, with polygraph, don't know when they give it. It'd uh, be interesting to find out. He's the, uh, he's the man right now. Probably once it's over, Tony, they have X amount of days. And, you know, I mean, if you're going to win a truck, whenever you tell me to be there, I'm going to be there. You know? Sure. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, elsewhere in the CCA tournament, uh, of course, which ends uh, Labor Day weekend at 5 o'clock Labor Day, uh, bank fishing, John Latard has caught that speckled trout uh, at 5.35 pounds out there in the Grand. He waded in at Grand Isle Marina, so yeah. I'm sure he was on Grand Isle or somewhere out there oh, fishing yeah. from the bank in the kayak division. Olivier, uh, Olivier, uh, Olivier Cunningham uh, has got the largest speck right now at 3.25 pounds out of a kayak. And uh, Scotty O'Broussard had it for a while, and she jumped over in about five hundredths of a, a, a pound. Elsewhere, Nicholas uh, Begno with the Cobia weighed in at Dago's. He's 65 pounds, a little over 65 pounds. That's going to be hard to beat, Rick. You yeah. know how I both know that. And he hit the board early, too. That's fixing to say he caught that early. Yeah, yeah either early June or very late May. Right. Uh, Puffy, uh, Pierce Buffy is in second uh, with a 50.45 Cobia. Out there with the red snapper, Donald Romero Sr. weighed in at Dago's. He had a 23.67 pounder. Jackson Gotro. Uh, also with a red snapper at 23.60. So those guys are in line to win some things. In the Southwest Division for Speckled Trout, uh, uh, Anthony Frederick, who jumped into it a uh, week before last, about two weeks ago at Don Boatland, he's got a five-pound spec. Uh, Trey Case also weighed in at uh, Gulf Sporting Goods over in Kaplan. He's got a 4.8-pounder. And Grant Harden has got a four-pounder uh, weighed in also at Gulfway uh, Sporting Goods. In the Mangrove Snapper, Gary Trump. Uh, or Trahan, uh, Don's Boat Landing, a 14-pounder. Uh, Eric Ilias uh, weighed in at Dago's this past week. 
or the last week to 10 days. He's got a 13.18 pound uh, mangrove snapper, good eating grilled fish. I can okay. tell you that. Yeah. And Hatch Tronghorn, I guess, don't know if he's related to Gary, of his father, son, or or brothers, or what the case may be, but he has a 12-pounder. In the fly fishing, John Petrie still with a speckled trout at 1.45 pounds, so uh, we're in that regard. And as I showed you too, Ricky, uh, you know, kids sign up to win uh, that, that uh, well-built boat, motor, and trailer. Yeah. And uh, all the other areas, the eastern area, the southeast area, and the west area, they've signed up at least 20, 25 kids. Our area, yeah. we, we only six children have signed up in right. that regard. and. And, you know, you, all you got to do is uh, sign up. Uh, the, it's paid. I think it used to be Academy used to pay for it. don't know if that's still the case, but they pay yeah. for your fee. All you got to do is catch a fish now. Right. You got a chance to win a nice boat motor. And, and now, Tony, I think you showed me a picture at the point where they built, didn't they build a nice wharf? Where yeah, you could, they did. So, I mean, there's places you can bank fish, you oh, know. Oh, gosh, if, yes. Yeah, you know, if, if you don't have a boat, so. Yeah, and, that, you know, uh, as a boat doctor a couple months ago went out there to Shark Bayou, man, he, he caught his haul of specs. Yeah. I'm amazed our number's not higher than that. Is yeah, what I'm same to here, say. especially yeah, you know. kids fishing in the rodeos and things yeah. of that nature. But now that school's getting ready to start, so anyway. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Next so, week, yeah. I think the kids will be back in school. I Wednesday, think you're right, I think it's the first day Boy, for most of the public schools. Not sure about yeah. the broker and summer, private schools. Summer flew by. Yeah, just unbelievable. Yeah, so you're right. In that regard. Elsewhere, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries also announced the opening date for the fall inshore shrimp season. Of course, they say fall, okay. but that, that season starts, uh, I think, on the 8th. And you gotta go, you're going to have to go to the website. I mean, they give all these uh, yeah. uh, uh, latitude and longitude uh, numbers, and uh, the best thing is just to go to the website, and you've got to negotiate a little bit. Right. But uh, I, I think from um, basis the mississippi louisiana state line westward uh that's going to open at at uh, 6 a.m on august the 8th i'm trying to see the cutoff it looks like the chafalaya river ship canal river uh, eugene right. island out in that area is going to yeah. be uh the area in that regard so uh and then uh, also um from the chafalaya river ship canal to uh, at eugene island uh they have a red line it's a buoy line and uh, to back to louisiana texas uh uh, again, uh, to okay, so that to, run, you gotta you gotta look at that on the. On I'm the trying map. to, and I know the yeah. map pretty good. So, it it would run Tony from around where it comes out. I call it the boot at the bottom. Yeah. To what, like Mississippi? I mean, yeah, it, the if Texas, you drew a line from in the Mississippi straight out in the water. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the Wrigley's and all up in there, that area is going to be included up in there. I'm not sure about the ship channels uh, okay. and all up in there. But, uh, you know, but what I'm trying to – I wonder why Why would it open more that way, Tony, towards uh, uh, towards the, the eastern side than anyway. I man, guess they got to – Yeah, it just – and then also uh, they're talking about August 15th. To me, it seemed like always the white shrimp season always started somewhere around uh, okay. the end of August, you know. But it looks like they're getting out there a little bit earlier right now. Okay. And because uh, I can remember as back in the 70s and 80s, man, yeah. those shrimpers, man, as they used to laugh, you could walk on the boats across the bay. Oh, yeah. You know, with all the people yeah, you're right. shrimping at that time. I remember so. by Upatu, man, it was, they would park on the side of the road. You know? Oh, yeah. And you're the right. landing was way smaller. And it's smaller now. It's That's way right. smaller than what it was. You Boy, know? you're not kidding about that. I want to say you just had a a, a a runway to launch your boat and that was it <laughs> yeah right. and you parked down the road yeah you're, you're right about that and they anyway, would park way down the road yeah absolutely anyway the, go to the website the louisiana department of wildlife fisheries announcing the opening dates for the fall inshore shrimp season 
I don't, I don't recollect it would be fall, but it's it's well, during the shrimp season and yeah. all. So uh, in that regard, yeah. elsewhere, Ricky, you know those guys with the uh, South Central Fishing Association, the red fishermen. I know a bunch uh, of them know, guys, Tony. Yeah. You know, I, I'm looking at. They sent me uh, Brooks uh, Amy as yeah. the, uh, the charge of it this year. They got a good a squad, printout. man. Yeah. I mean, they, they, there's a good 50 names on here. That's right. The people that competed throughout the course of the year. Yeah. And I'm thinking the ones in yellow have qualified for the. Uh, for the tournament coming yeah. up August 20th. Right. And, uh, of course, K.O. <laughs> K.O. Yeah, boy, K- right there. K.O. Hey, and Craig know, Landry right in yeah. there. Do you know that dude don't eat fish, bro? Uh, get I out said, of K.O., here. no, Ricky said, I just love to fish. <laughs> I said, bro, you serious? He said, I don't eat fish. I yeah. said, what? I'll give K.O. a little plug. Yeah, he's no, he's a, a good constru- fisherman. Now. Oh, he oh, yeah. is. There yeah. he is. He's, he's got a construction company. Yeah. I, I guess he's doing pretty well, of oh, course, yeah. he and Craig Landry. Yeah, he's a big soccer fisherman also, Tony. I see him in the basin. Well, not so much this year, but last year. So I guess he's turned more to uh, saltwater fishing. But K.O.'s a good fisherman. Yeah, I'm going to give a shout-out to some of these guys. Uh, K.O. along with Craig Landry, Brooks Amy, Jacob Fisher, Perry Scott, yeah. Glenn St. Germain, uh, Josh yeah. Napier, John Rush, Milton Davis, Dusty Davis, Ryan Savoy, yeah. uh, Brian Napier, Josh St. Germain, Noah St. Germain, Heath St. Germain, Matt Megas, Caleb Evans, okay. uh, Cody Haas, uh, Stephen Gilbo. Uh, Lane uh, Davis, Eddie Toops, Liz Toops, Louis St. Germain Jr., uh, Kipton St. Germain, Maverick Broussard, along with Randy Migas. Those are the ones that looks like have qualified See, for the There's only two or three of those names on there that I, I – I'm not saying I don't know them, Tony, yeah. but, yeah, but I, I know – I know 97% of them. Yep. Well, I know. Oh, yeah. I got a classmate uh, that's in there, and I know he's a big-time fisherman. And yeah. uh, so we'll see how he'll do oh, in that yeah. regard. That's so, awesome uh, good saltwater fishermen. Oh, You're yeah. Right. Oh, You're yeah. right about that. So that that's it's big to them, too. Yeah. That's a big oh. tournament. I, I've oh, seen yeah. people miss uh, certain events, man, to make sure they fish in that tournament. Saturday yeah. mornings, they got to get up early, too. Oh, yeah. And uh, so yeah, they the, sign up at like, what, 5? Uh, oh, you yeah. have to be signed up for 550, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Something like that's that. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, last but not least, before we take our first break of the morning, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries also plans a four-trap closure along the Louisiana coast. So first closure is going to take place in the Pontchartrain Basin between Delacroix and the River Oceans. Uh, by your terror or, or above. So uh, the second closure is going to take place at the Barataria Basin uh, area south of Port Sulphur and Empire. The third closure, Terrebonne Basin and in the area south of Pono Shins, the wildlife management area. And the fourth will take place at the Sabine Basin uh, and the Sabine Lake, uh, and that's going to be uh, in February. But they're trying to clean right. up things and take the stress off the crabs too, Rick. Uh, again, you need to if you're a crabber or whether commercial. Now you said that's coming up. Yeah, that's coming up. Uh, yeah, we're looking at next year, but uh, they were releasing uh, the information. Yeah. So you got to get your. I think you got to pull your crab traps, and all crab traps remaining in the areas closed during the specified period right. will be considered abandoned. In yeah. the weeks leading up to the closure, they yeah. will mail notices to all the commercial trap oh, licenses. Yeah. They're holders. supposed to be numbered. Also. That's right. Yeah. Uh, crab buyers within the affected parishes, as well as non-resident licensed crab fishermen who landed blue crab within the previous year from Louisiana waters. Now, so, Tony, uh, right now, and I don't want to put you on the spot. Sure. The, the season is wide open right now. I think it is right now. Because right. uh, the reason I'm saying that, yesterday when I was coming back from Broussard, I seen a, a, a back of a pickup truck. When I tell you this guy had. 
I guess you would call it crates or cases. Mm-hmm. He had some crafts. Oh, yeah. I hear you, man. And it was pretty in that dark, dark blue color. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right about so that. So I, I said to myself, well, it must be, you know, it must be running wide open right now. And they say here, the little asterisk, uh, please contact our licensing department to update and contact your information if you have landed crab uh, within the past several years and did not receive a letter in the mail from the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries about the past crab trap closure areas. And, uh of course, as always, they're trying to uh, clean it up and uh, make sure the crab traps may be removed before one, hour, one hour, half hour before sunrise and one half hour after sunset. So, okay. anyway, you guys uh, out there, and I know there are a lot of people that uh, throw out some crab traps out there. Oh, you know, yeah. and, uh, no, a lot of them. Yeah. You need to get on the ball, need to go to the website, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, and pull that up and see the areas they designated uh and again rick uh, they just trying to uh take the stress off uh the crabs yeah. and you know all of us who love to eat crabs and i'm one in particular that right. uh you know you want to see them continue and uh, multiply and oh, all yeah and, and you hate to see people grab them little crabs uh, just throw them back yeah man. i mean let them grow yeah let them grow just like the big fish you know so you throw them back and yep. you have more fish so that's it anyway we're going to take our first break you listen to cane radio uh fishing and hunting show on FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza, and delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza, 256-5783. That's 256-5783. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. A new carrier heating and air conditioning system from Dahl's Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of carrier energy-efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dahl's Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, you're my AC man today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511, license number 6286. The Quarter Tavern is the premier spot for live music. Be there this Thursday for Southern Jack Productions. Remember, never a cover at the Quarter Tavern. 19 TVs has you covered for sports. No bar with more outdoor seating. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main across from McDonald's. The best drink prices in DeBerry. Domestic beer now just $2. Imports $3 all day, every day, other than during bands and special benefits. And don't forget, Quarter Tavern now serving fresh fruit, margaritas, and daiquiris. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5, AM 1240, and streaming at Kane1240.com. 
Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. Uh, you know, Rick, uh, we haven't talked too much about hunting right now, but uh, yeah. that's right around the corner, especially with uh, duck yeah. hunting, deer hunting, and uh, that's getting ready yeah. to fall in line, too, uh, with that cranking up. Of course, I think the teal uh, hunting uh, starts uh, sometime in mid-September. We'll have something on that probably next week. Yeah, and like and, I told you, Tony, I still, and I'm sorry to cut you off, I've still been seeing a lot of woodies, man. Really? Uh in fact, I, I, I saw a lot last year, but it seems like this year I'm seeing even more. Um, I mean, a wood duck, that's, that's a beautiful bird, but oh, yeah. the basin is, uh, is loaded with wood ducks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Anyway, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife uh, and Fishery is offering a free seminar on squirrel hunting skills, and uh, the department uh, will hold a free beginner squirrel hunting seminar in Baton Rouge on Saturday, September 17th from 9 a.m. till noon at the Waddell uh, Wildlife Refuge over on North Flannery Road. The Seminar on Squirrel Hunting 101 will cover proper equipment needed, your firearm selection rules, regulations, outdoor navigation, and hunting opportunities. It will also include an outdoor teaching session to discuss the proper squirrel hunting techniques. Uh, space is limited, All right. so if you're interested, you should pre-register for that uh, yeah, for that, so you need to go to, of course, uh, the website and nego- negotiate through that. Travis Dufour is the one in charge okay. of that, and uh, he's got an email in there or on that website. So uh, that's Tony, one area was, you need to go. Uh, you, you, ever, you ate squirrel a lot when you was a kid? I, 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 I ate it mostly uh, when I got uh, into my early adulthood yeah. years, mostly I just never, with friends that like to go squirrel hunt, yeah. you know, and have a little gumbo and right. and all that. So, um, I, I, But so many little bones with the squirrel, yeah. and then you got to make sure you got to pull all the glands right. off of it. I don't know. I just never, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of little bones. But yeah. I, I've had buddies that, uh, I had one buddy, man, the devil, he couldn't wait for squirrel hunting. He okay. didn't live in Ville Platte either. He lived right. up in North Louisiana. Uh, North Louisiana. <laughs> That's right. And they, they, oh, they it's big time up there. Yeah, yeah right about the that. last one to leave, turn the lights out. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> That's right. I mean, school's out. Every, That's right. Oh, yeah, they, they take it serious. It's like the Sugarcane Festival up there, yeah. man, here in That's New right. Iberia. That's Yes, sir. To, to counteract that. Yeah, big time. Anyway, we talked about it just for a moment, and that's uh, about the drawdown on Lake Martin, which uh, the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries has scheduled to draw down in Lake Martin. Of course, they're doing it okay. with Henderson right now yeah. for nuisance yeah. aquatic vegetation control yeah, that's right. and organic reduction for fish habitat improvement. So the, the drawdown is designed to re- reduce the, the amount of aquatic vegetation in the lake. So, yeah. uh, And the water control structure is scheduled for September the 6th, and the lake will be uh, dewatered. Is that the proper term? Uh, Dewatered at the rate of one to two inches per day. Drawn down. And uh, it will be lowered two to three feet. Uh, I guess the gate is. The gate is. Boy, I wouldn't be in kayak in there. Yeah, you're going to see a few more, that's for sure. Oh, Tony, you're talking about some big gators. Oh, man. They're in Spanish Lake. Oh, Lord. Anyway, the control gates are scheduled for closure at the end of the year, December 31st, to allow the lake to refill for. For winter and early spring recreational activities, so the lake is scheduled to return to pool stage uh, about a month later after December yeah. and shutdown. So uh, during the drawdown, lake users are advised to use caution as yep. numerous obstructions oh, yeah. are normally not seen at the present. And yep. while the drawdown may impact uh, navigation in parts of the southern end of the lake for duck hunters in the late fall and winter, it's anticipated that hunting and fishing on the majority of the lake will not be affected. Right. The lake will not be closed to fishing during this time. So, yeah. uh, anyway, an opportunity. They're just trying to get rid of that vegetation and all. Oh, so, yeah, that uh, aquatic. But we keep getting all this rain. It'll fill up quicker than they think. Boy, you're not kidding about man. that, too, Talking man. About. Wow. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, the agents are investigating a fatal boating accident Not in another Stone one. Parish. Yeah. You know, uh, back in the end of July, uh, Intangible Harris agents were notified about a boating fatality at 4:30 p.m. in Lake Pontchartrain. The body of a 21-year-old from Laranger was recovered around 7 p.m. Uh, according to the other passengers on the vessel, yeah. uh, he fell into the uh, off the front of the 25-foot vessel uh, vessel and got hit by the propeller. Wow. Uh, anyway, during the investigation, the agents detected the operator of the vessel, a 22-year-old from Folsom, was impaired and arrested for him for operating or driving a vessel while impaired, DWI, vehicle or homicide, the reckless operation of a vessel. When he, uh, the young uh, man, the 22-year-old, in a peck of trouble. Man. Not only that, you lost a friend. That, that, thank you. Anyway, the homicide brings a fine to uh, uh Two thousand a fifteen thousand dollar fine, five to thirty years in prison. Uh, the DWI brings a three hundred to a thousand dollar fine, six months in jail, reckless operation of a vehicle. I mean, uh, the uh, Louisiana Department of Wildlife Fisheries will lead the investigation for this uh, fatal boating uh, incident. So, uh, body was turned over to the parish uh, coroner's office. So, just now, sad Tony, news, we, we've, man. we've covered some. That's a bad one right there. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, that's that, that's just horrible. You know. It really is sad, too, yep. Rick. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, you see that happening. Uh, it's sad, man. There's no brakes on the water. We keep saying that, but thank it's you. tough. And, I, I, you know, I'm on the water a lot, and I see some of these guys. I, I've learned older and in life, uh, slow down. You know, it's just speed. Speed's not always good, Tony, especially, especially around here. When you get down around Miette Point, Sherrington, there's a lot of curvy bayous. I mean, you can't come around there doing 70, 80 miles an hour. No. And some of these cats do. They yeah, do. Right. Trust me. We did 300 horsepower well, motors, they, man. They, they make a 450 now. Yeah, so I know. Even it's, bigger. Uh, but anyway, you know, just you just be careful on the water, man. You're right. Anyway, but speaking of the water, four men were arrested for DWI in the water in Lower St. Martin Parish. And uh, the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement agents arrested four subjects for allegedly operating or driving a vessel while impaired. Uh, between the 29th and 30th of uh, July, they arrested two 43-year-olds, uh, one from Pierre Port, the other from uh, St. Mary, and two more from Pierre Port at 3528. Uh, and the agents on patrol made contact with one on the intercoastal waterway. On July 30th, agents made contact with the accused on the Bell River and Mares and Bayou Magazine, Magazine. And the agents found all four men impaired while operating a vessel, arrested them. All four men were booked into the St. Martin Parish Jail. You know, penalties enough. It's just well, like they, a DUI on the highway, man. It tells you right there, they're cracking down. Oh, they are. So yep. uh, they're popping them. And DWI brings a 300 to to $1,000 fine and up to six months in jail. So, folks, uh, man, if you want to drink and uh, have some fun, make yeah. sure you got a designated driver. You know, they got somebody that uh, can well, operate your unit. Either that, you. Tony, just don't do it on the water, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, I agree. Yeah. It's, it can, can, it's not good. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, our tides for this weekend, uh, today, the 5th of August, uh, the sun rose in southwest pass Vermilion Bay at 6.30. Sunset will be at 7.56. The daylight hours are getting shorter, folks. They're shrinking, huh? Oh, yeah. And the high and low tide chart, the first low tide was at 2.26 this morning. The next low tide will be at 4.31. The only high tide of the day is getting ready to take place in about uh, seven or eight minutes okay. at 7.48. Tomorrow, Saturday, the 6th of August, the uh, sun's going to rise at 631, set at 756 p.m. In the high and low tide chart, the first high tide will be at 146 in the morning. That's Friday night, Saturday morning. Next okay. high tide at 642 in the morning. 
So uh, the first low tide will be at 4.01 a.m. The next low tide at 5.23 p.m. And Sunday, the 7th of August, the sun will rise in southwest past Vermillion Bay. 6.31 set at 7.55 in the high and low tide chart. Uh, the high tide will be at 2.52 in the morning and the low tide at 6.19 p.m. Average water temperature in southwest past Vermillion Bay. I'm pretty sure they got this right. 82 degrees That's about here right. in, uh, yeah. out there in the Bay. Right. Anyway, Rick, uh, anything else uh, shaking this no, weekend? No, the water's coming up slightly before it jumps up next week, Tony. I'm, I don't think I'm going to cancel my trip. I, I want to go see. Uh, now, I don't like rising water, and I, I tell everybody that. I've told you that a lot, but... Uh, it's it's coming up slowly. I mean, it is rising, but it's not jumping way up. So okay. I'm, I'm going to probably go see what we can do Sunday. Yeah. Of course, Rick, always every Friday we got to thank these people. You're right, Tony. Thanks to Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, The Quarter Tavern, and Home Run Pizza. And our motto is always, kids that hunt and fish don't steal and deal.